taking you closer to heaven. Word Explosion with Reverend Simon Amperfo, Head Pastor of Graceful's Chapel. Do you need direction in life? Are you yearning for a closer walk with God? Are you desiring to be fruitful? The Word of God provides the answers. Feast on God's Word and let the grace of God envelop you as you listen to this life-changing message. Be blessed. But the first shocking thing about this revival is the place of the revival. The place. Somebody said the place. Somebody said the place. Oh, which place did the revival take place? Which place? Samaria. Woo. Somebody said Samaria. Do you know Samaria? The place of the revival is very shocking, especially being the first major revival of the early church. The place was shocking. Why? Because why not Jerusalem? Why not Judea? Samaria. If you're a Bible student, you know that the Samaritans were not respected by the Jews. They, they saw them as impure people. They saw them as mixed breed people. They saw them as they don't qualify. Oh, can I preach to somebody this night? They saw them as non-entities. And yet, God, who has a beautiful sense of humor, when he began to move in a great way and spread the gospel, he didn't do it in any other place than in Samaria. Oh, what a shock. Can I talk to somebody here? Listen to me. God is about to do something in your life. It will shock everybody around you because they look at you, your hometown, where you are coming from, your business. It doesn't look like anything. It doesn't look like it will amount anything. But the stone that the builders rejected always became the capstone. And I speak over your life. God is going to move in your life. God is going to move in this church. And people can figure it out. Who are they? Where? are they coming from? What's their background? And you say, it is not my fault. It's the grace of God for the stone the builders reject always become the capstone. Put your hands together and give a shout to the Lord. (laughs) Samaria! The place of great revival. Not Samaria. It shouldn't have been Samaria. I hear people say it shouldn't have been you. Why Reverend Simon? It's not your ways. God's ways are different. I, 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 I say God's ways are different. Hey, hear me. A time is coming. Some of your classmates will see you. They were first in class. They were second in class. You were 34th in class. But somehow, oh, I'm talking to only a few people this morning. Somehow, the game is about to change. The table is about to change. And the one who is at the back is coming to the front because revival is going to hit you at that very place. Put your hands together for the Lord. The place. The place of the revival. Look at this place that we, we serve here. Today everybody says it's a strategic place. If we, when the time we're building this church, if you were here, you will see that it's the most worst place. A pastor in town confessed to me. He said, when I saw you building, I said, ah, Simon. How do they even get access here? 
Nobody thought this place. The first time I brought my leaders here, we couldn't step on the land. We had to stand on that, that house there, far away. And I pointed. Because the whole place was muddy and flooded. You know, God has a sense of humor. The day we decided to come, the whole place was flooded. And we couldn't step here. And I, I had to point to them. You remember? I said, that's the place, though. Can we do it? Oh, but that's our God. Today, see what he has done. No road, no access. By the time we were done, every road was being constructed because God chooses the foolish things of this world to despise the wise. The things that are thrown down, the things that are disregarded, God picks it up and uses it for his glory. And that's why I know, listen, I'm sent by God to tell you, your story is about to change and people shall be shocked. Your shop will be identified again. I always give example. We all knew SOS Esiakwa, isn't it? SOS Esiakwa. SOS Esiakwa. Topano and Samombremi. Everybody knew about that. But just one day, the tables began to change. And the road was moved from that place and put in a new place. And suddenly, nobody hears of SOS Esiakwa again. Now everybody talks about Linda Door. Can I talk to somebody? Your business is about to come up. I say your business is about to come up because the revival and the light of God oh, arise and shine for your light has come. Though darkness covers the surface of the earth, the light of God is about to shine on you. Receive light on your business. The place, strange. I'll go into more details later when I show you how the Samaritans were and discovers the surface of the earth. The light of God is about to shine on you. Receive light on your business. The place series. But you see throughout the Bible, I yes it. I will use it for my glory. And that's why I believe that you are next in line for a great awakening. Something beautiful will come out of your life. Put your hands together for the Lord. Something beautiful. Number two, not just the place, the people. The people God used for the revival. Amazing. That's why I believe that you are next in line for a great awakening. Something beautiful will come out of your life. Put your hands together for the Lord. Apostles began the, the revival. None of them. They were not part. Oh, I feel like preaching this morning. Can I preach? Look at verse 1. Number 2. Not just the place. The people. The people God used for the revival. Amazing. The great persecution broke out against the church. And all except the apostles were scattered. It means the apostles didn't move. They were in Jerusalem. Big men. They were at the headquarters. They were at the headquarters. We are the big men. We, are, we, are, we won't go anywhere. We are here. Let the small boys go. Let the small boys move around. And let them move. They are afraid. We are not afraid. We are here. So they stayed. Then God began to pick ordinary people. <laughs> Can I preach? I said God began to pick ordinary people. And one of them name was called Philip. Do you know this Philip guy? He was an usher in the church. But some anointing came upon him. He entered Samaria. And the once upon a time usher now begins to do something. I preach. I said God began to pick ordinary people. And one of them name was called 
they'll come and check you out. It's a beautiful place to come to when people come and check you out. By the grace of God, it's already starting in Havilah. That's why I know it's going to happen in your life. No, no other week that some great person will not walk and say, I'm coming to check you out. Oh my God. Let that grace hit on your life. But today I want to go to the last shocking thing that happened. And I'm just going to shock you with it. And then hope you have an, a, a renewed mind. Something that I myself was not really up to. But the Holy Ghost has to show me. And I want you to follow me carefully. The last one was the paradigm shift of this revival. Remember, when I say paradigm shift, it simply means suddenly the concentration moved from one place to the other, from Siakwa to what? Linda Do. Suddenly, the whole revival shifted. God seemed to shift a focus to something else, and it's very interesting. And I want you to take note this. Where is the revival taking place? Samaria. All right. Now, in the midst of this great revival in Samaria, Philip is the man God is using, is he not? He's the one God is using to do all the beautiful things. Then in verse 26, something interesting happens. Everybody, look at verse 26. And follow me carefully. Don't miss this one. Everybody read. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. Mm? What is happening here? God, are you okay? I have come to Jerusalem. I've come to Samaria. You are using me powerfully. Miracles are happening. People are paying attention. There's a great move of God. I'm getting the fans. You are getting the glory. Then you come back to me and say, move. Somebody say, shift. Somebody say, shift. Because a move, boy. Move from a mighty revival and go, number one, to a desert. Huh? How many of you sometimes don't understand God? Oh, can I talk to somebody here? How many sometimes you just don't get this God? Because he it was like he was doing something, then suddenly he moves and begins to do something else. It was like the business was going on suddenly. God says, Move, try something else. Move some. I mean, it doesn't make sense. And more so go to a desert. How many sometimes say Radiade? That's when they sing. You don't get God. Can I preach? Watch this. Now he goes and there and he starts out and on his way meets an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of Candace, means queen of Ethiopia. This man had gone to Jerusalem 
to worship. Go on. On his way home, he was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah 9. The spirit said, Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Hmm. I'm going to offend somebody's theology today. But follow me carefully. Move from the crowd to one individual. Move from a mighty crowd and concentrate on one individual. What kind of thing is this God? Can I speak to you? God is interested not just in the crowd but God is interested in individuals. Can I speak to you? This guy had gone to church reading the Bible. He doesn't understand and God said, Philip, stop everything. Go help that man. Can I tell you, help is on the way coming to you. God is interested in your business. He's interested in your finances. He's interested in your marriage. And one of these days, I see God sending somebody to help you. Individual. And for those of you who do business, stop concentrating on the crowd and be interested in every individual customer that comes into your shop. Oh. Can I talk to somebody? You may not know what that one individual can do for your business. You may not know the comments he will send back. Please, don't be excited about crowds. Too many people are crowd people. Social media people. Pay attention to individuals. That's God. He's so much interested in you and every detail of your life. Can I preach for a few more minutes? Hear me. To the point that he knows the hair on your head. To the point that he knows your street number and the house you stay inside. He told Ananias, go to Saul. A man who is living in the house of a man called Judas near the seaside. The street number is called Straight Street. What and what a a detailed God. A God who is interested in you. And this one is coming to you to say, I am interested in you. I am obsessed about you. And I'm interested in your situation. I will come through for you. He knows your address. He knows your business. Listen, heaven knows your business and he wants to help you. God is interested in you as an individual. And we must also learn from that. As a church, as we grow and expand, we shouldn't forget about individuals and their importance to the agenda of God. A soul is a soul and is precious to God. Can I preach? That's how precious you are in the sight of God. Whoever you are, God is obsessed about you, wants to help you, knows you by name, and wants to come to you. But here is the bombshell. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? This guy, 
<laughs> that the Lord sent the man to leave the crowd and go to and go and speak to him was not an ordinary person. Hello. I said he wasn't what? The guy was in charge of cash. The guy was sitting in his chariot coming from church driven all the way to Jerusalem to worship Odo on Tiasia. And he's coming back and God says, stop everything Philip. Stop. Stop. And run to that guy because he is important to my end time agenda. Oh. I, I, I know you don't get it but I'm coming. The guy has money. He's sitting in a chariot. And God said, go and bring him. Explain the gospel to him. Because we need him for the kingdom agenda. That is why business expo is important to God. That is why we must raise millionaires in this church. Because such men are important to God's agenda. Make no mistake about it. The Lord said, Simon, shift your mind. If you know me... Make no mistake about it. The Lord said, Simon, shift your mind. If you know me... in his house he had everything God said you I need you in my agenda an angel I'm dispatching an angel to you let the angel go to a house you see Peter praying let Peter come and sort you out that's how important you are may an angel visit you one of these days I say, may an angel visit you one of these days and change and give you one direction. And some of you, you are going to have a shift in your direction. God is going to say, move from that and do something else. And when the Lord says, move, just move and shift. Bring an angel to him. The guy was so important to God, he sent an angel. The angel went and called Peter. Now hear me. When, when 
he sent his boys, go and call Peter to me. Because God said, Peter must come to my house. Before that, Peter was hungry, praying and hungry. And he saw a vision. Three times. Rise up and eat. Rise up and eat. Peter said, I don't, Lord, I don't eat anything unclean. You see, religion can destroy you. Too much religiosity can stop the move of God because you are not open to change. What I'm preaching is counterintuitive to what I would have preached 15 years ago, if you know me. But you need to shift when God opens your eyes to revelation. Can I preach? The guy said, I don't eat anything unclean. I don't eat anything unclean. God said, do not call anything unclean that I have cleansed. Because you know them by flesh. But the Bible says, henceforth, know no man after the flesh. God is interested in them because he has a purpose for them for the kingdom of God. Put your hands together for the Lord. He has a purpose for them. Don't call it a Peter, stop your religiosity. That big man is needed in the kingdom. Bring him and go and explain to him what the kingdom is about. Because such men, they are givers and we need givers in this house. We need people who, whose money can build Bible schools. And such people, God says, I'm interested in them for the kingdom. Go and explain to him the way of the Lord and watch what I will do. Stop putting placards on people and branding people with your own philosophy and ideas. For this our God, his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. I need that big man. Go and explain that thing to him and let him come. Because his prayers and his giving, his prayers and his what? His prayers and his what? No, 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 no. All you know to do is to pray. And I'll tell you, baby, I will tell you. Why you're fasting, sir? You're not seeing any breakthrough. God said, what gives heaven attention is not just your prayer life, but your giving also. Money is important to God's agenda, my friends. He said, raise them up and let them show forth my glory. Go and help them. He moved to the place. He started speaking once. Whom the revival began. The spirit of God fell over the whole place. The same thing happened with the Ethiopian eunuch. The Ethiopian eunuch, can I be baptized? Because the revival, the revival was speaking. He said, can I be baptized? Here is water. Let's get baptized. And let's get to business. Do you know that it was this Ethiopian eunuch. It is said in history. He was the one who came to Africa and brought Christianity to Africa. I see the Lord using you and your money 
I see, I see the Lord using you and your money for a great assignment in the kingdom of God. And for those of you in this God club, let me tell you, God is going to bless you and prosper, but your money does not belong to you. The day you think it belongs to you, the supply will cut. Because the cattle on a thousand hills belongs to the Lord. Will you just pray? Or from today you add giving to it. And see how heaven have an attention to you. This is a paradigm shift. This is not what we know oftentimes. But God, he changes the times and the seasons. And when God is moving in a certain direction, just follow him and do what he wants you to do. I pray to God that none of us will stay in the position that we've been in for a long time. Don't be like Peter and be shiftless. Say, God, whatever you want to do, do with my life. And one direction from God will shift you into a place of greatness and glory. May the Lord bless you and bless you and bless you as he prospers you and uses you for a paradigm shift in the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Word Explosion with Reverend Simon Ampofo. We believe you've been blessed. For more life-changing messages, please make a date with us on Love FM every Friday morning at 5.30 a.m. We invite you to worship with us at Graceful Chapel, Ahonjo, some meters from Lametto Hotel and directly behind Charisette Hotel. Our Sunday service is at 8.30 a.m. And our midweek service is on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. For more information, please call 0552-505083. Email us at admin at gracefuls.org or visit our website www.gracefuls.org You can join the Reverend Simon Ampofo page on Facebook. You can also follow Graceful Chapel on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. If you'd like to support this broadcast, you're welcome to do so. Please call us on 0552-505083 or you can send your monetary support directly to 0244-263882 God bless you as you do so. It's your season of grace. in the morning on Love 99.5 FM. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.